Okay, we're live. Welcome to Divi Chat, Episode 9. This week, we're going to be covering video marketing, why it's important, and how to get started. But before we dive into the topic, let's go ahead and meet all of the people on the podcast tonight. Let's start with Kathy. Hi, everybody. I'm Kathy Carl Romano from Viva Design Studio. You can catch me on Facebook at Viva Design Studio NJ. Thanks, Kathy. Hi, Leslie. Hi, I'm Leslie Burnell of A Girl in Her Mac, and you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at A Girl in Her Mac. Awesome. One of our special guests this evening, Mr. Nathan B. Weller with Elegant Themes. Nathan? Hey, how you guys doing? Um, yes, as uh, David just said, I'm Nathan with Elegant Themes. I am the content manager and strategist behind uh, the Elegant Themes blog and various social channels. Awesome. Glad to have you, Nathan. Thanks. And Shannon. Hi, I'm Shannon Schaefer, and I'm with Purple Finch Studios, and you can find me on Facebook at Purple Finch Studios. Fantastic. Glad to have you here, Shannon. Nice to be here. Hi, Tim. Hey, everyone. Tim Streifler here from Austin, Texas. You can find me at divilife.com. Fantastic. And last but not least, myself, David Blackman. I am with Aspen Grove Studios, and you can find me tweeting periodically at Aspen Grove <laughs> LLC. I'm really working hard to get better at that. You can also find us on Facebook, Aspen Grove Studios. So tonight's topic, you know, I think it's a really great one. It's one that definitely I've been looking forward to discussing. We have, in my opinion, a um, an expert in this field. I've been watching him now for a couple of years, Nathan, uh, do produce some amazing content with video and stuff. Um, I don't know if he knows this or not, but you know, I try to emulate what he does and how he does things. I think I fail miserably most of the time, but at least I'm willing to try, by golly. Um, so the topic is video marketing, why it's important and how to get started. And I think, you know, let's just go with the obvious first question. Why is video marketing important? And we can all weigh in and um, I'm actually gonna throw the ball in our guest's court. First, Mr. Nathan B. Weller. Well, thanks. Um well, I guess the first thing to say is video marketing, in my opinion, is only important if it works for you. If it's not something that's connecting to your audience, then you're going to be wasting a lot of time and uh, by extension, your marketing budget and resources. So um, <clears throat> I think it's important to know what your audience is connecting to. And the easiest way to do that is just to run some tests. So I think um, it's important if it's connecting and the easiest way to know if it's connecting is to run some tests and see what kind of traction you're getting um, in comparison to your other, other mediums, such as like blogging or social media in general. Well, that, that poses the question, what types of tools, you know, would you use to do those tests, Nathan? Well, uh, I can speak to what we do at Elegant Themes, which is we use our video primarily um, on YouTube and Facebook. And then of course we, uh, embed those videos in our blog quite often as well. So uh, thankfully, both YouTube and Facebook have incredible analytics baked right into the tool. So um, you can really gauge whether or not uh, people are responding or finding your content. And um, there's a lot of best practices and kind of like, I guess, behavioral hacks for each platform that you can tap into. Uh, for instance, right now, we're doing a lot of live content because um, it's become obvious that Facebook's algorithm favors live video because they're trying to promote it as a feature. So when we do live Facebook feeds, 
um, not only does the video get live views uh, right away, but because the algorithm is promoting it, it also gets a lot of views after the fact, more views after the fact than if we were to just upload um, a, a video as a standalone video in Facebook and a heck of a lot more engagement than if we were to just put a link to a video. So it's little things like that that you try to figure out and, and kind of ride the crest uh, while it's happening. Now, if that algorithm changes, we'll have to come up with a different tactic. But for now, um, it's doing wonders for us, especially as we try to build um, the expectation of our audience on Facebook to expect video. And so uh, the more people look to us for video, if we can take advantage of the algorithm right now, um, in the future, uh, what, if that changes, then we may not be in trouble because people will already be joining our, um, our page with the expectation that they're going to be seeing live video and it'll still get good engagement. That's, that's the goal anyway. That's Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, that's that's something that I picked up this weekend at WordCamp US and, and hanging and visiting with you guys. I was unaware that, that, that the Facebook Live videos took priority in the feed. And that's a great tip for any business out there that, that's marketing. It's, it's free marketing. Throw a Facebook Live video up and it's going to take priority over your feed and it's going to reach your users and stuff. So I appreciate you sharing that um, little bit of information. I know that we personally have started doing more video content in 2016. Um, it has definitely helped our business, you know, grow from a content standpoint. Um, you know, I definitely noticed when we put out YouTube videos and stuff, the, the quality link backs to our website, the engagement that our audience has. Um, I feel like for me personally, video is something that I prefer over reading content. Um, I want to watch a video. I, I like to see the people involved and I've typically got a lot of stuff going on. Whereas when I'm reading something, you have to be focused as opposed to I can listen to this chat, even though it's a, a video, it can also be listened to in audio only. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of benefits that I've seen, you know, why it's important for our business. Absolutely. I mean, video is definitely I would say video is probably the most frictionless form of content that you can put out there. Um, it's the easiest thing to consume is what I, what I mean when I say that. So um, the, the trick, it seems, at least for me and what we're trying to do is, you know, I think the assumption is that, oh, there's all these great tools out there. It's going to be really fast and easy to do this. But when you get into it, what you realize is that it's not fast and easy at all. Uh, video, just like any other medium, to do well takes time. And um, if it doesn't take time each and every single time you produce something, it takes time at least at the very beginning to get a good system down. So um, I think one thing is important is if you're deciding this is what you want to do, is that you make sure you budget yourself some time um, and resources to make sure you get going in the right direction. Is any of our other panel here using video marketing of any kind that they want to share kind of some of their experience? No, I, I'm not. But the only thing that that um, I resonated with that Nathan said was that you had to make sure it was going to be something that worked for you. I've never really felt that it's something I need other than um, I am thinking about putting video instructions in the child themes because I see others do it and they get a very positive response. Um, and I, I think that's a, a the one time where I think I, I should look more into it for for people that purchase my child things make it a lot easier along with you know the written out step by step but but I think you're right I think video is I like the way you put it frictionless um, 
I think that is a, a, a very a, a good way to consume it. I, I know how I am and I, I prefer video too. <laughs> so um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm headed. Yeah, I think um, Nathan's point about you know the amount of work that actually goes into it is is that is an understatement. You know, producing video content is a lot of work. Um, so be prepared for it. <laughs> Any particular tools, Nathan, that you use for the editing? I've, I make two or three for my clients, and boy, I, I use iMovie because that's all I know, and it will just mm -hmm. take me days to put these things together. Yeah, I mean, most people, in my experience, who are in a creative field tend to already be familiar or have to use tools within the Adobe suite. Um, and so I've just, for years now, kept an active license to... Um, the entire Adobe suite, the way they do it now, it's one payment for the entire, it's a relatively low, if you're, if you're making money at your business, it's relatively low, it's like I think $50 a month to have access to the entire creative suite. And so, um, you know, I use Photoshop, Illustrator and stuff on a regular basis. And then now I also use um, Adobe Premiere, Adobe After Effects and Adobe Media Encoder uh, on a near, you know, but definitely a weekly basis to make sure we get everything out that we need to video wise. So those are, that's what I would recommend, especially since they all work seamlessly together. It's just kind of, I found it to be the easiest route to keep everything very simple. Um, a few others that may not be um, as widely known that I use on a regular basis are ScreenFlow and Wirecast. And both of those are by um, a company called Telestream. So mm -hmm. ScreenFlow is a screen capture software that makes um, getting really good video tutorials of your screen um, very easy. And Wirecast is what we use for our live streaming. So, Yeah, those were a couple of tools that I learned about. Go ahead, Tim. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, kind of uh, to uh, go off what Nathan said, I, I used Adobe Premiere and After Effects a couple of years ago and spent a lot of time figuring it out, learning it and stuff. And then it was so long... Well, I needed it again. I totally forgot how to use it. Uh, so I, I figured let's just cut my losses and not dig into it again. And so I started using Greenflow, uh, like you mentioned, Nathan, and uh, it's a lot simpler. Like obviously Adobe products are, you know, they're professional products. You can do a ton. Um, what I like about ScreenFlow is it's super straightforward. It's kind of more like the iMovie concept of, you know, just a simple timeline. Um, that for for my tutorials and then um, I even created like uh, a product video with it as well um, just because it's it's simple and straightforward but it's it's pretty powerful as well so unless you want to like invest the time and kind of have like an ongoing I guess uh, video production workflow uh, um, I recommend something like ScreenFlow obviously Nathan that does it a lot more full-time the Adobe products are a lot more powerful well, ScreenFlow, I spent a significant amount of time in ScreenFlow, so I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. That's a fantastic option. Um, I think what, like if someone's just going, you know, I, I'm going to do a lot of on-screen tutorials or you know, workshops or whatever, I think ScreenFlow is a great starting software. Um, and you'll probably never reach a point where it's not useful to you on, on some level. I know for us, the only limitation was when it comes to editing multiple layers of audio and video, um, the tools in Premiere are much more precise and easier to layer those things. And you can also, for instance, uh, quite easily 
uh, from one timeline to another edit elements. So like in Adobe Premiere, uh, it's not, I mean, not only is it not uncommon, I, there's rarely a video I do in which I do not also edit the audio in Adobe Audition. And so to be able to switch seamlessly between the two and when you save one file in one, it automatically affects the other, that kind of workflow gets really useful when you're doing it on a regular basis. That said, if you can get, you know, if you're just taking a USB microphone, like a Blue Yeti, and uh, recording yourself as you walk someone through a tutorial, um, you're going to get everything you need in something like a ScreenFlow. So um, just to show people or to explain why I would recommend a kind of a both and approach, I wouldn't say one or the other. I'd say go, go for both of them because you can also export video um, from ScreenFlow, which is sometimes easier to use to get exactly what you want, like with nice zooms and pans and things like that on your screen. Uh, you can then export that video and bring it into a, maybe a more complicated project in, in Premiere um, as just one, one layer, one video within a larger project. So um, there's a lot of ways to work together with those things. That's good to know. I did not know that. Yeah, we use one of the tools that I use is uh, Camtasia. I haven't tried ScreenFlow because I already had license for Camtasia and they just recently upgraded their Mac version to um, you know, have all of the, the functionality of their Windows version. Their Windows version was always a lot more bells and whistles than the Mac version and they recently did a major upgrade and I really like it. I use it. I use Adobe Premiere also because I have the Adobe Suites and I've kind of slowly been, been um, educating myself on how to edit videos in Adobe Premiere and it's a very powerful tool but I, you know, not having that experience and stuff, I find it easier for me to take the video that I've created, bring it into Camtasia, put the transitions on it there, export it out of Camtasia, bring it into Premiere to do the the speed of the clips and stuff. And that's kind of where I'm at in my video editing career right now. I hope to get to doing everything in Adobe Premiere one day because I know that it does it all but I'm kind of lost when it comes to the transitions and stuff or where to do them and whatnot. Well, one thing that's great about the uh, Adobe Creative Suite is that they are crazy for documentation and tutorials. I mean, if, uh, if you have uh, Adobe Creative Cloud, there's gonna be on a Mac, I can't speak for how Windows works, but typically in your top bar on your, on your computer, there's gonna be the cloud icon, the Creative Cloud icon. When you click down on that, um, there's multiple tabs that say like apps and um, every single one of those apps, it shows you which ones you have installed and a link under every single one of them says view tutorials. And if you click on that, it takes you to a page and every single app has a getting started set of tutorials, which is like 10 tutorials that show you how to do basically what everybody wants to use that program for. And so in a day or two max, you can get familiar with the essential elements of each application. And then after that, based on what you're trying to do in a project, you'll have um, other stuff to branch out into that you'll have to find some more. But for the most part, it's all gonna be right there in that documentation and tutorial dashboard. The, the only thing I would recommend from experience is that if, if you are trying something a little ambitious, give yourself some time or you're gonna be working a lot of all-nighters, which <laughs> I've done and I don't recommend. <laughs> but Nathan, I'm a man. I don't read. I just like to dive in. I like to figure it out. 
Wow. Hey, it's not it's just you guys. I don't, yeah. I don't like directions. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I could do it. <laughs> so, um, I guess, what sort of applications, not marketing applications, um, I mean, just a web designer here. So, what would I use video marketing for? I mean, I don't really know how to even apply it to my business. Well, yeah, one thing that I think a lot of businesses could benefit from is maybe like a 30 second to one minute primer on what it is you do um, and have that in your hero section on your website. Uh, I think, uh, you know, constant video may not be the answer for everybody, but like one or two very well produced or, or videos that you spent a lot of time getting to be representative of who you are and your business, who, who your business is. Uh, could be very helpful because once again, it's a very frictionless way of communicating. And so if someone can um, click on your website and watch a quick video rather than read a bunch of bullet points or scroll down a whole page, that might increase your conversions. The only way to know. I think for, for me, what's what's been helping uh, on the video front is my tutorials. Um, kind of my whole purpose is to do tutorials to give back to the community and kind of get my name out there, um, you know, with the end result being able to promote my products. Mm -hmm. um, but what I found also is the more I get my name out there, the more freelance work I'm getting as a result as well. So I guess to answer your question, Kathy, I, I think another uh, way that you could use video um, to promote your business is tutorials because especially in the Divi community, I, I've been noticing that there's a lot of people that will start out building their website themselves and then they'll realize hey even though i can use the tools you know divi 3.0 is so easy it doesn't automatically make you a good designer and so then they're you know kind of going out to see who, who in the community could potentially um build their website for them and so i've, I've been getting more the more tutorials I, I do i get more freelance projects coming in as well oh interesting Absolutely. shannon you were going to say something yeah so i was going to say you know in the content marketing realm i think Nathan, if you could speak to a little bit, I think it creates like a credibility, um, a relatability for your reader to to see you and hear you rather than just read words. You become your brand becomes a a persona rather than just words on a paper. And I mean, have you experienced that? Um, you know, as you continue to do more and more blogging and and also doing the video mixing, that people can relate to you, know who you are, and that automatically invokes credibility. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think, I think it helps a lot. I mean, you have to be knowledgeable and helpful in your, your information has to be correct, I guess, in order for you to have credibility. I mean, you can't put out bogus videos day in and day out and people will be like, well, he's got videos. It's on the internet. But yeah, it certainly helps. I mean, if you have a message, if you have a clear knowledge base and you're a good communicator or you're willing to work on becoming a good communicator, then absolutely. I mean, uh, just like with the, the algorithmic stuff that we were talking about with on Facebook, uh, every medium, I think, has its moment where it's particularly hot. And if you can use that to your advantage, then by all means, do it. If you can't or if you're, um, if you're not, you know, uh, in a position to dedicate the resources and the time that's going to take to do it, um, I think the most important thing is always just to be clear, useful, helpful, and correct in what you are doing 
And then if you decide to go into the, a new medium, make sure that you carry that over into it and you don't try to rush it or be, I don't know, too cavalier, I guess. Yeah, I think being authentic in your videos is, is mm -hmm. so important, you know, being true to your brand and, you know, obviously, you know, Elegant Themes has a brand and a, and a persona and you, all of your videos stick to that, you know, and you stick yes. to what you know, it's like, you know, um, uh, Kathy's not going to do a cooking video, you know, so, uh, <laughs> video. <laughs> but I've seen it where people are, are doing these videos just for the sake of video. And I think, you know, yeah. building that credibility and that authenticity to your brand is and that consistency is, is so important. So I would, I would hundred percent agree. And I think if anybody, first of all, just as a marketing principle, having a persona and a goal is always really important. Having like a clear objective for us, you know, when we think about something new that we want to do, our underlying value the thing that kind of powers um everything that we do there's three of them uh the first one is elegance and we try to work that into all of our designs um, but another really important one is empowerment we want to make sure that everything we do from our products to the way that we create content is empowering our community and a goal that i have for the next couple of years is that i would like our community um i, I don't want to tell our community this but i would like to hear uh, legitimately and sincerely from our community that they feel like they are the most empowered community on the web. And I think the only way that we can do that is if the content that we're putting out is genuinely uh, useful in solving the problems and in, uh, I guess, bolstering the, the livelihoods of the people in our community. And so that's what we're doing kind of day in and day out. And every video doesn't have to be some grand production in order to accomplish that. It has to do one simple thing, which is identify a problem, provide a solution in a clear and easy to understand way. If we can do that with every video um, for somebody, then the collective uh, end result, when you take all of our content into account, is gonna be that empowerment that we're after. And so that's kind of our strategy. Um, that may or may not, I mean, I think that's kind of very general and broad. So um, other brands may wanna get more hyper-specific, but I know that's what we're trying to do. And so that, that tends to be, um, Sounds good to me. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I can speak to that just in this past weekend and attending WordCamp US. You know, um, Elegant Themes attended. Everybody on this panel here were at, were was at WordCamp US with the exception of Tim. And Elegant Themes had a couple of um, get-togethers. And what was amazing was that community. Yeah, come on, Tim. <laughs> was that community, you know, that showed up, you know, um, maybe I'm just naive and I was too hyper-focused in the um, Divi sphere at WordCamp US, but I didn't really see a hundred people congregating to one other product like they were with the elegant themes at the WordCamps that I've experienced and stuff. So I think you're right on point for hitting what your goals are for your company and stuff. Um, ab absolutely what you just said, Nathan, it's working, which brings me to a very important question. I would like to let our audience have a couple of takeaways um, from our podcast and stuff. And, and one of the, the questions in the title is, how do I get started video marketing? So maybe we can tell them a few things about, I've never done it before, what tool, you know, we've talked about tools that we've used and stuff, but sure. you know, what are some actionable plans that we can give them to start video marketing? Um, it I would recommend two things, two, two pieces of gear if you really want to get going. 
the first one would be get a get a decent webcam. Okay. Um, the one that I use and the one that I always recommend is the HD Pro Webcam C920 by Logitech. You got and that, Leslie? I'm, I'm writing it down. <laughs> and it, it shoots at 1080p. It's $65 on Amazon last time I checked. That's not so bad. It's quite yeah. affordable. Um, and then the next thing is get a decent uh, Bluetooth or sorry, uh, USB microphone. So obviously, if you want to get to the next level of sound quality, you'll probably go XLR at some point. But to get started, get a decent USB microphone. Um, that's and those cost. What what was yours, David? Because you got the Blue Yeti. Eventually, it was like one twenty nine or something like that. Yeah, I, I got the Blue Yeti Pro, and yes. I paid one hundred and twenty nine dollars for it. And I I want to say Tim's got it, it. Yeah, it was probably about. $200 at the time. I, I bought it, you know, an unboxed version at um, Guitar Center for a discounted price, you know, because they didn't have a box for it. So, so there you, you know, go. there's for, a tip for, for you. Around, for <laughs> around or under $200, you could get your start making videos that sound and look quite good. Uh, right. I would say prosumer quality. Um, it's going to be better than 90% of the stuff you're, you're seeing where people are recording with their cell phones or this or that. <laughs> Or the built-in mic. Damn it. Built -in, uh, <laughs> so, so those, you know, for, for a pretty small investment, you can start to make stuff that looks and sounds quite professional. So that would be my big tip for getting started. Awesome. Thank you. Anybody else? Y'all don't know this, but I got to see some uh, previews, sneak previews of uh, Mr. Tim Streifler in action, and you know his video making. Um, he, he's, he's taking notes and he's got some, some exciting stuff coming up in the future with, in regards to video marketing. I know that he, like me, aspires to, to be like Nathan and looks up to him and stuff. Tim's way ahead of the game when it, you know, compared to me, um, his, his stuff is really, really good. So, um, sorry, Tim, didn't mean to toot your horn there, buddy, but I, <laughs> I do. Well, I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you just, David, I try to emulate what Elegant Themes is doing because not only is, is Nathan and the whole team just putting out incredible content and products, um, your customers are my customers. <laughs> so um, <laughs> if, if, if people basically, you know, were sold on Elegant Themes because of the amazing marketing and, and content that Elegant Themes is putting out, then I would be stupid to not want to emulate that since that's my exact audience. Um, so yeah, as David mentioned, I have a, a new Divi plugin coming out um, next month. And so uh, I created a, a product video, I'm kind of emulating the, the product videos. Um, I, I have the, the Blue Yeti microphone that um, and then um, also I found a, a really great article from Wistia at wistia.com. They had an article, I think it's something about, uh, along the lines of um, how to create a, a kit or oh, the down and dirty lighting kit is what they call it. And so they basically show you how to go to Lowe's or Home Depot or Amazon and get just like the bare essentials to have decent lighting. And then they show you how to um, get the best quality out of a um, just an iPhone camera. And Nathan, you don't use on camera, um, and I would totally agree. But with really good lighting, um, it, it could do a, a decent job um, on a tripod, not with the, the holding your hand out. <laughs> so it's 
Let, let me ask you a question. Um, and can so, I, can, can I ask you a quick technical question on that? Have you mm -hmm. had any issues with your audio and video syncing on when using? Um, question. So what I did was I actually hung my Blue Yeti microphone from my ceiling, um, <laughs> and I used that, and then I I was able to sync up the audio. Um, nice. from the, the iPhone video and then I cut out the iPhone video and just used from the Yeti. And so it, it took a lot of dialing to get the levels to try because um, for a while it sounded, even through the blue Yeti, it sounded super echoey mm -hmm. noise bouncing off the walls. So I don't know what I'm doing. For me, it's just trial and error and yeah. <laughs> hopefully trying to get the quality right. But um, yeah, with and dirty lighting kit that wistia.com shares, I was able to get pretty decent video. I, I shot it right here in my office, uh, right in front of the wall. So um, hopefully it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I happened to be in Austin that week when he was doing that. And I came by and I saw this, you know, this all this setup with this microphone hanging from the ceiling. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it, hopefully it'll serve me well, so we'll, we'll see how it works out. It's a learning experience. It's awesome. Absolutely. Well, those are some good takeaways. Um, really good. Um, let's see here. I think most of those questions I have answered have, have, have flown through. Um, anything else? Anybody wants to give us some really good input on video marketing? Actually, I do have a question, one more. Let me let me hold it for if anyone else wants to say anything. Going once, going <laughs> twice. Going three I'm, times. I'm learning. Oh. I'm actually not talking a lot this time. I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say uh, one really quick thing, and Nathan pretty much already said this, but talking about um, how Facebook kind of favors video and particularly the live video, um, and. It, kind of in a similar way, Google really favors YouTube videos. And and so I, I've been doing my video tutorial. I mean, I only have a handful of them, but um, I noticed just kind of doing some test keywords, my videos popping up in the search results page. So um, kind of on the subject of, of video marketing and, um, you know, driving traffic through videos, um, posting your YouTube videos or posting your videos on YouTube is a great way to kind of come up in organic search. Absolutely. And just another, just to kind of pile on that, we noticed also that if you are optimizing for a keyword and you have a video on that keyword, if you put it in the blog post that you've written about it, that blog post will get favored over uh, other blog posts that do not have a video included. So, um, and I think that may just be a YouTube thing. So like if you have, um, and in Google searches, so like if you have a blog post, um, that's optimized for a certain keyword and a video on the same keyword and you embed that video uh, from YouTube, Google will favor the, the post that has the YouTube video embedded. I mean, that seems to be the trend that we're seeing as well, so. I, I, rec I recently read something that with uh, email uh, opens that if there is a video in the title of the email, um, that the opens are actually higher. Have you guys experimented with you know, putting the actual word video in your titles at all? You know, we haven't a lot, but I I could see how that would be the case. And I think it we would will be, be now. <laughs> <laughs> Starting tomorrow. <laughs> just just a statistic that I was reading. So No, I I do occasionally put it in our tweets and it seems to work there. So 
You heard it here first, folks. Divi Chat Advanced Tip Secrets. <laughs> Come back every week. <laughs> All right, here's a question that I had. Okay. And this is probably geared towards Nathan again because he's got the most experience out of anyone on the panel with video marketing. Um, do you see any advantages of video content marketing versus written content marketing? Um, or vice versa. You know, I know we know we all know that blogging is massively important for for businesses and online businesses. Is there an advantage of video, you know, individually, so to speak? Is there or any advantage at all? Period. Um, that's a tough question for I think a reason that we talked about earlier, which is that it all depends on who your audience is and and where they exist at. If you have an audience who's primarily on YouTube. Uh, then absolutely there's a huge advantage to using video every time. Um, if you have an audience who um, is, I guess, more conditioned or more interested in seeing something written, um, then do that way. I think one thing that's probably important for us because um, of the way that our business is structured is uh, we would probably, we will probably never ever go all video for one very important reason. It's hard to get email subscribers from video. Um, and email is where we make all of our money. You know, we build our email lists uh, through our blog and then we use that email list to market our products and those products sell. And that's, that's, that's the nature of our business. And so um, if on the other hand, you, are finding success in conversions through links in the videos, links in your video descriptions, whether that's on any number of different platforms. It could even be Instagram video. Um, if you're finding conversions, wherever you're finding conversions, that's where you wanna, that's where you wanna target. And whatever helps you build the thing that's making you money, that's where you wanna spend a lot of time. So <laughs> um, you don't, I, I don't think anybody wants to spend a lot of time doing marketing because it's just the hot thing to do right now. Um, we probably all have things we'd rather spend our time doing than creating marketing content um, that's not working. So, uh, so yeah, if it, whatever you can do, I guess the, the short answer is whatever platform you're using, make sure it's the one that's making you money or at least contributing to it. So for us, it's contributing to our main thing um, and, it's, and it's also helping us build conversion. So we're happy with it. Awesome. It yeah, yeah, absolutely it did. You know, because I, I watch a lot of, you know, my wife and I started full-time RVing a little over a year ago. And so I watch a lot of vloggers, full-time RVers that have a pretty large audience on YouTube. And I think they're, you know, starting to realize the importance of a website and written content well. And it is email acquisition. You know, you may have 70,000, you know, YouTube subscribers, but, you know, marketing to them is very important and stuff. So um, it's been interesting to see the dichotomy of my WordPress world and my personal life, you know, and how I can kind of mesh the two of those and, and, and make them both work for my business and stuff. Um, we started a few minutes late. We're about out of time for Divi Chat tonight. Uh, does anyone have any final words or thoughts or anything that they want to say? Crickets. Mm. <laughs> I want to say thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, Absolutely. thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. We'd love to have you back. And uh, Shannon, thanks you for joining us. And Tim and Leslie and Kathy, everybody. But uh, it's it's been really really great. Um, 
All right. Well, all right. Divi Chat episode nine is in the books. In um, the books, guys. Hey, all this stuff that we talked about tonight, the wonderful links to articles and tools that we've used and so on and so forth will be on our website, divi.chat. Check out divi.chat slash episode nine, I'm assuming. I don't know what our slug <laughs> is, but just it'll be right there on the Something front. Something like page. that. Something like that. Um, and, and get all the show notes. It'll be in the bottom of the YouTube channel as well. All right, everybody. All right. Good night. Until next week, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. See, see ya. See ya.